always like having friends on the show. And when it coincides with really talented friends, big old bonus, which is the the nexus of excellence Jeff Goodman occupies at Goodman Hoops on Twitter, basketball analyst at Stadium, former sparring partner who still talks to me even though I crushed him on the Jim Rome TV show. Hello, Jeff. What's up, my man? How are you? I'm good, buddy. I've I've gotten smart. I'm now uh, down here week five of six in Charleston, South Carolina. Oh, yeah. Uh, Getting out of the Boston winters because, uh, as you know, we only have one kid, and she's a freshman in college. So you can, you know, you can do your job from anywhere these days. It's a little harder to get to games from Charleston than it was from Boston, but I got to Kansas, Kansas State last week, and uh, that was a pretty good one. Let's start there. Um as a guy who worked at the Kansas City Star for a long time yeah. and knows Bill Self well, like everybody that, that at any point cover college basketball yeah. does, I mean, there are a few immutable sort of laws of physics of college hoops that I that I just understand. And one is Kansas doesn't lose in Lawrence. They just don't. And if they do, it is a rare, rare occurrence. What is going on with, with Bill Self's program right now? Uh, they just don't have a ton of talent. I, I feel like it's caught up with them, the NCAA investigation. And, and they were really lucky – you know, think about it last year. They went it all with the, their best player being Ochaik Baji, who was ranked like, I don't know, I think he told me, 360th coming out of high school, right? And just got better and better and better and turned into a lottery pick. Uh, that's a little luck and obviously skill of Bill Self and his staff developing a kid like that. But I think it's kind of, and Christian Brown, same thing, right? He's gone. He wasn't a highly, highly rated kid. Kansas was used to getting, you know, maybe not the elite all the time, but they, they were getting Andrew Wiggins and Joel Embiid and some of these top, top dudes, and they really haven't gotten them at all lately. Uh, and, and you look at their team right now, and Dewan Harris is a good little point guard, but he, he can't really score. Uh, Kevin McCullough came from Texas Tech, really good all-around player, but you know can't really score. K.J. Adams, decent recruit, but he's an undersized five-man, can't really score. So I think you see the the pattern I'm following here, Jalen Wilson can score the you-know-what out of it. And Grady Dick, as a freshman, is one of the best shooters in the country, but he's still a freshman. So he's going to have his off nights. And when he has an off night, they have a, a lot of trouble. And even when both Wilson and, and Grady Dick were, were on like they were the other night, they still can lose because they're, they're getting nothing out of those other three guys and zero out of their bench. Zero. Talk, talking to Jeff Goodman here on, uh, here on the program. Jeff, I know that you and Cal are – incredibly close personal friends um yeah so yeah we yeah. actually made up did you i told you we made up oh, i we forgot this last year for the first time before the season in 12 years and i uh, had a good conversation so we're like civil is, is probably the best uh way to put it we're not buddies we're never going to be buddies but we're we're, we're civil civil's a good place to uh, some yeah. look civil for me if i could move a few relationships to civil it would be a it would be a, a miracle of charm um Kentucky's interesting, and I know that they've they've won some some games of late. Let's just do the same question with 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 Kentucky. We just did it of a kind with Kansas. What is Kentucky going to be in the final equation? Do you think are they capable of living up to the standards that come with that coach and that program? Yeah, I mean they should. Like you return the national player of the year, a big guy. You have a point guard who could be a lottery pick in case Jamal. It's a freshman. You have a couple of shooters, really good shooters, in T.J. Frederick, who two years at Iowa led the country in three-point field goal percentage. Antonio Reeves got 39% from Illinois State uh, transferring in last uh, last year. Uh, Jacob Toppin, 
like good, solid four, man. Like there's no reason this team should not have been good early on. But Cal couldn't figure out, like, Severe Wheeler is your point guard. Well, he can't shoot. You can't play him and Chibway and Toppin together. In today's basketball, whether it's NBA, whether it's college, whether it's elementary school, you know, YMCA, whatever it is, you need shooters on the court. And finally, after they had such a rough start to the season, he figured out, okay, yeah, yeah, maybe I should play C.J. Frederick and, and Reeves more together. And maybe I should play – Severe Wheeler less, and he's done that, and they, they go out and they beat Tennessee and Knoxville, and then, you know, the last three wins aren't, I mean, everybody beats Jerry Stackhouse and Vandy, right? Like, that's that's nothing to brag about, but, but they've won four straight. They've got some momentum. They feel good where they did not after they were run by Alabama, and now the team that I thought had a chance to go to the Final Four this year, I, I think still has a chance because they have all the, the talent, the pieces actually do fit together. He just didn't know how to put them in the right places. Uh, Jeff Goodman here on the show. I'm Bill Ryder, CBS Sports Radio's writer than you. All right, so, so the Chris Beard saga obviously is not fresh off the presses from last night, but we haven't had a chance to talk about it, Jeff. Do you have a sense, do you know, or, or can you guess if there's a path back to major college coaching for Chris Beard and, and whether even there should be? What, what is your reporting slash expertise perspective on, on on this pretty shocking story yeah i mean first of all let me say like I, i've known chris beard a long time 20 years uh, and i thought he should have been fired you, you can't lay your hands on a woman no matter what unless he's got a gun pointed at your face i guess that would be maybe the only way in self-defense that but he should have left the house he should have gotten out of there he didn't and now he's paying the price right now uh, having said that i every sign that i've heard says that the charges will be dropped eventually here um and and that will clear a path for chris beard to potentially be hired by another school you know there's speculation that it could be as soon as this year if, if Ole miss makes a move on kermit davis which they probably will can Ole miss make a, a run at him a, a, a program like new mexico state a, a renegade program could they go after chris beard in in a year or so does chris beard take the year off and, and try to kind of, again, rehab his image a little bit. And, and I do think, listen, I do think he can get another job. It's not going to be an elite job or anything close to it. He's going to have to work his way back up. But the, look at the, the results of, of what Chris Beard did. Look at Texas Tech today, Bill. Texas Tech went to the, the, the championship game a few years ago. He had that program rolling. They're 0-7 right now in, in the Big 12 under Mark Adams. Look at what Texas has done in a short time. That's because of Chris Beard, the coach. They, they have a team right now that is capable, not saying they're going to, but Rodney Terry's done a great job as the acting coach, capable of going to a Final Four. Why? Chris Beard, the coach. Jeff Goodman here on the show. Uh, Jeff, Bronny James obviously carries the burden, and maybe the advantage, but of a pretty massive name, obviously, and we know who his dad is, uh, named a McDonald's All-American. Can you give me a sense, because you are right at the nexus of this thing, I mean, you're a basketball insider expert across all the different spheres of basketball, and Bronny James touches all of them. What is he as a player today? And if he weren't LeBron James's son, what is the range of what you project him to be? College pros. I'm so glad you. I was going to tell your producer to ask me about Bronny beforehand. So I'm I'm really glad you you, you asked me about him because if you had asked me this question a year ago, I would have said like this is a joke. 
right? There's no way in hell Bronny James deserves to be in the McDonald's game. This is clearly only because of LeBron. I will say this. It's still LeBron certainly helps him here. But I watched the PTM this past summer, which is the best event in the planet. All the best players, 90% of them, go to the PTM down in Augusta, Georgia. I was there for, I don't know, five days watching Bronny play probably 10 times. He's one of, I would rank him as somewhere between 20 and 40 in the country. Not a great class, but Bronny, man, he plays with a high IQ. His shot's gotten better. He's not a crazy, crazy athlete like his dad. He's not 6'9", 260 like his dad. But he's a really good combo guard who, to me, went from a top 75 player a year ago to now you could make a case that he's a top 20-ish player today. So with that being said, I, I do think – and the other part is, Bill, the pressure that, that this kid has had to face and how he has handled it is amazing. This kid is so poised. He's such a good teammate. You watch him – and you know me. I'm not kissing up to LeBron James. LeBron doesn't give a – crap about me he never will he'll say hello i'll say hello to him i don't care what anybody thinks but this kid again has handled himself in the the best manner you could possibly handle yourself with, with being lebron's kid like a couple a couple years ago on one court is amani bates the then wonder child who had just been on the cover of sports illustrated he's over on one court next court is Bronny james a top hundred ish player at that point Bronny James's court is completely full. Standing room only. You cannot get in. They've shut it down so nobody can get in that court. The next court over, Amani Bates, there's like 100 people watching him. That's the type of pressure this kid has had to face for years. And to me, he's gotten better dealing with all that. I would put him in the McDonald's All-American game. I think he's made a valid case for inclusion. Jeff Goodman here on the show. Jeff, okay, it's hard enough when you're just anybody – to navigate opportunity, and in this case, potential success, potential wealth, potential fame. But again, there's a LeBron James gravitational pull in so many ways, and NBA teams are clearly going to be incentivized to reach for Bronny James if they believe, if for good reason, that LeBron will then play there. But in a perfect world, if you were Bronny James' advisor and he's listening to you, knowing what you know now, how long should he go to college? How long should he play college basketball? Minimum of two years. Minimum of two years. I- I, listen, I'm a dad. You're a dad. You, 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 I want to work with my daughter. My daughter right now is in the sports media as a freshman in college. I don't know if she'll stick with it, but I bring her to every game I can. I love sharing it with her. Love it. LeBron loves sharing the court with his sons. I get it. But don't put that pressure on your kid. Don't put that pressure that, hey, I want to play with him so bad that I'm going to fast track him to get to the NBA when, frankly, I don't know, I don't think he'll be ready after one year in college. I really hope. I don't know him from Adam. He's got a pretty good life, right? I mean, if you're going to be, you know, if you're LeBron's kid's a pretty good, you're, I just, I root for him, man. Like, I just think that would be a hard weight to carry. I'm not sure he's ever going to be an NBA player. Like, let's wait and see. I, I hope he will. I think he will. But, again, it may take three or four years, so why put that pressure of constantly telling people you want to play with them. You're 38 years old. You probably got, what, two years left if you're, if you're LeBron? Yeah. So that means if you got two years left, you're basically saying, hey, Bronny's going to go a year to college. And I still – my betting favorite is USC. 
that's just, again, me not even having inside info or anything like that, just looking at all the signs and USC being close to LeBron, number one, where he can kind of keep tabs on him and help him and navigate this whole thing. He can be a guy at USC, where at some of these other schools it would be hard for him to be a guy. But USC doesn't have a ton uh, coming in next year, coming back. And then I, I think, you know, they're used to having, you know, stars' kids at USC. I think Obama, one of his daughters, went to USC. By the way, speaking of USC, uh, a little name drop here. I am a much better tennis player than you might think, and I was one win last year from playing Andy Enfield in my league. Wow. Yeah. Is that true? Yeah, it is true. I would have is taken Enfield him down, good? too. Enfield he, is good? He must be because he's ahead of me on this thing, and I'm, I'm, I'm like well, the fattest, great tennis player ever. I know you. Bro. I know you're bottom of the ladder. Bro, I'm the top. Of, I'm not the top. I'm like... 12. You should go pickleball soon. Pickleball's for old people. I don't like, I yeah. Make the transition. Game, yeah. not a sport, bro. Everybody's playing it. Everybody's, I was just talking to Tyler Hansborough about it don't, yesterday. Oh, he's don't like, sp- oh, come on, he's Tyler. all about pickleball. Why? Everybody is. Look, Scott this, Drew, Mark Few, everybody loves pickleball, man. I'm going to say a truth that's going to get me in trouble. But I'm going to say it, okay? I love my wife. I am in love with my wife. She is not an athlete. She is not an athlete, and she can play t- pickleball. The end. Wow. I'm just oh saying. Oh, my goodness. I'm just saying, man. You will never own a pickleball team now after <laughs> saying that. You're done. <laughs> I'm just telling you. I'm just te- I mean, by you the way. I- been the Jerry jo- hey, you could have been the Jerry Jones of pick. By the way, can I, can I go off on a major tangent here? Yeah. Was that tweet from the Dallas Cowboys Twitter account 100%, about but... Dak the craziest tweet Pro- you've like approved? Did Jerry Jones have to put them up? Like, did he tweet? Yes. That? I mean, no idiot. I mean, like, maybe an idiot intern is doing it without permission, but it's not staying up, and it's not. No, that is a somebody just took. Yes, whoever actually pushed send on that tweet is getting promoted in like in like eleven months, right? It's a yes. Hey, either fired yesterday or right. promoted. And we'll be like GM right. in a year. Oh, yeah. Assistant GM of technology. It doesn't mean anything, <laughs> but he sent the tweet. A hundred, a hundred percent. All right, I was going to ask you about Wembenyama, but we're, we're out of time. Oh, by the way, on pickleball, let me just tell you a quick pickleball story. These guys take themselves so seriously, Jeff. I got a guy that was like, I'm a pickleball expert. I played twice and never played sober. I'm like, I'll go play pickleball with you. And me and my buddy who never played beat this guy, and he looked crestfallen. It's not a sport. It's a game. The end. <laughs> We're playing. Next time I get out there, you and me in pickleball. Dude, I've I, never played. Me, you, you know, we'll get me, you, and I mean, it's a tough time of year for, for Andy, but we'll get Enfield to come out too, right? You you recruit right. him. And who was that random actor that we went and hung out with? That he was on Cougar Town. Josh Hopkins. We'll Josh get him Hopkins. too. Don't come. Hey, he's a, he's a huge, as you know, huge Kentucky fan. I actually uh, had lunch with him when I went out to the Gonzaga Texas game. He lives in Austin, and he said to say hello to you, actually. He did not. Not a random. I love he the did. lie, though. He did. Not a random actor. A big time. He was also in, um, I don't know, some show about FBI agents. One of them's bad. Yeah. And he was great in it. Uh, yeah, I forget the name of it. Me right too. Uh, yes. That was, yeah. that was, he was playing the guitar. I was like, what is this L.A. place? Now I live there. Jeff Goodman, you're a good man. You look me up when you come to L.A. I want to hang out. Love you, man. You too, good buddy. Good talking to you, as always. 